All right, all right, all right. This is your man, Absalom Williams with Now Brew Radio. And the topic of discussion today is I don't know. Because a lot of times what we try to do is say we know something about something just to fool people because we don't want to look like idiots and silly and stupid sometimes. But do you really know? Or is it that you really just don't know? And if you don't know, just say I don't know. Just say it. I just don't know. I don't even know why I'm doing this topic. It just came to me all of a sudden, but I don't know. And that's what we're going to talk about. I don't know. Do you know? They don't know. None of us knows. But can we sit down and talk about it together, discuss it, figure it out in the community that we are in right here at Nabru Radio right after this. Nabru, Nabru, Nabru. What is it, Nabru, that makes us as human beings want to pretend? Is it because we're pretenders? Is it because we want to flex? Is it because we want to be seen and get that attention and worshiped like we know everything? But what is it with us as human beings? That makes us feel like we need to know everything about everything. Listen, man, I do not want to crowd my head with every kind of information and knowledge. I do not want to know everything about everything. Because a lot of things that we know, sometimes we wish we can forget. Because once you learn some things, you can't unlearn it. And that is why some people take on a lot of activities in their lives that are not it's not productive they know how to do a lot of dirt because they learn it when they were young and they result right back to it but what is it you know for instance and i'm gonna use this this is a classic scenario which i probably shouldn't use because i don't want any mail bashing coming along um you know after this podcast but what is it because we, we it's it's funny really but about men and women when we're traveling and we're going places and we're trying to find a destination. Now we have the GPS, but before the GPS, you know, you may have a map or you just go by direction. Somebody told you and then the guy gets lost because he's driving and the woman tells him to turn around and he thinks he knows how to get there. He's trying to navigate it. So guess what? Pride kicks in that male ego. I got this. I got this. You just sit there. I got this. I'm going to get us there. Is that what it's all about? Trying to get there? You trying to get there? Trying to find your way there? And I'm not talking about just traveling right now. I'm talking about in all aspects of life. Whether that be school, whether that be careers, whether that be relationship issues. Are you trying to get there? Are you trying to impress somebody with the knowledge that you have? When you really don't know. So that's what this podcast is all about. Now, brew, now, brew. This is about I just don't know. But can you say I just don't know? As I mentioned earlier in the intro, I don't even know why I'm doing this podcast. I haven't the slightest idea. It's just a thought that came to me. And now I'm bringing that thought to you. But do you know why you do some of the things that you do? 
And that's another part of this. Why do we do some of the things that we do? Do you know? Or can you just say, I just don't know? Some things are just born in your character, man. Let's be honest. It's just birth in you. Some things are just almost like what they call generational curses, uh, the genetics, different mindsets, the psychology behind what's going on in your family. Do you know why you do what you do? Do you understand who you are on the inside? Because if you don't, how in the world can you understand anybody else? We don't even know ourselves. So can you say, I just don't know? I don't even know me, man. I haven't got time to analyze you and try to figure you out. Because I don't even know what direction I'm going. I don't know. And that brings me to the point in relationships once again. When you're in a relationship, all right, and you call yourself as the leader, and this is so stereotypical, and I try not to get into stereotypes, you know, um, because this, this world... Society would put all this stuff on you and you can't get it off you. And you, you're trying to navigate yourself, your way through this relationship and your pride kicks in and you know, you don't know what you're doing. This is the first time you've experienced this in this scenario, um, in this part of your life. But you're afraid to admit that you're afraid. You're afraid to admit that you're afraid because you just don't know. Just say it, man. I don't know. I bet you'll be able to breathe better. Watch your blood vessels relax. Your blood pressure won't be so high. But more than likely, that's not going to happen. Even on the opposite end of the spectrum, from the male to the female, you know, some women, they won't admit either. Pride kicks in right there, too. Instead of saying they don't know, they going to stick with their story. That's their story. They're sticking with it. And they're never going to change their minds with that. You got some people that just that stubborn. But when it comes to knowledge-based stuff, um, you deal with it with your kids, your children. A lot of times... Kids think they know something and you trying to tell them something different and they swear they've like lived here before. They've been through this and and or or the information that you got is outdated and that you no longer are relevant to the situation now. So they feel like you don't know and they know better how to deal with this situation. Mom, dad, caretaker, whoever it is. And right now, you're about to wring their little necks because you're trying to tell them. You're frustrated because if they mess up, they screw this up, it's going to cost them. Then you got to start all the way back over. And it depends on what it is, what they're dealing with. It may be with the friends. It may be school. It, it, it may be just stuff out in the community. And you're trying to avoid a lot of consequences behind their actions. But can you tell them that, man? You cannot tell them that. Because they know. Oh, they know, they know. They know that they know that they know. They're t totally, thoroughly convinced that they know. And almost to the point of convincing you that you don't know. Because these little characters nowadays are pretty persuasive and pretty articulate. You know? And that's what we have to do, folk. We have to sit back. We have to, you know, take our time. A lot of times, 
Um, we're impulsive. We 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 run ahead of a situation, and stuff is in your head. Things are just swelling around in your mind, and you go with that thought, that first thought that comes up in your mind, and you believe it. And you believe everything that you feel and you're thinking. And I'm not saying that that first thought may not even be the right thought, because there's a lot of debates behind that talking about going and trusting in your first thought, your first mind. And then the second mind is the one that comes in and doubt it. You know, we can take that back to the garden, you know, uh, of, of mankind, you know, in the creation with Adam and Eve, the brother and the sisterhood. Has God said, you know, and there's the doubt right there on the second mind when you knew. Now, that is one aspect when you know what you know, and there's no shadow of a doubt that you know what you know, you know. But even they second guessed themselves. They wasn't sure and they was persuaded. So do we really know? Are we really sure that we're thoroughly convinced that we know what we know. I remember a young lady I was friends with some years ago. Um, it was a situation, a fellow artist, you know, in the community. And we, we got into this real heated debate some type of way. I can't remember all the details. But she would ask me a question and I would respond to the question. And not liking my response and my answer because I, I can't say that she she probably expected me to respond to her a, di a different way and it just didn't turn out the way that she wanted me to say things and so she got upset and instead of just saying, you know, admitting that what I was saying was correct or not even in agreement with what she wanted me to say, it became an argument on her part of a strong rebuttal and I didn't understand why it it took that turn. Why? Because it was a situation where she just really didn't know. She didn't have the answers. She didn't understand the answer that I was telling her in response was in conflict. Well, let me change that. She understood it, but her pride kicked in and was not willing to admit that what I was saying was spot on. And even though it was in conflict of what she wanted to hear, it still matched the situation. And a lot of times that's what happens with us. When people say things or we see things in, in life and it don't match what our perspective is, we go with that. I thought, how many times have you thought that something was going to turn out one way because you had created this whole scenario in your mind. It may even be getting married. It, it may be to the point that you thought a person was going to propose to you and they broke up with you. And so now you in total shock. You just got some devastating news. The hope that you had went just the complete opposite way of what you wished for and what you thought was going to take place. And that brings me to this thought about assumptions. What is it that you're assuming? We assume so much and our assumptions are not necessarily a conscious um, 
phenomenon that takes place in our minds. A lot of times the assumptions could be in the unconscious realm of our, our, our minds. We don't know sometimes the things that we're assuming. It could be deep down within us. It can even come out in dreams or nightmares, you know, and I like to disassociate even though nightmares or dreams, I think dreams are more bright and full of life and wonderful things and hope and nightmares are more dark, um, can be very alluring and, and sadistic. Um, depends on what's going on inside your subconscious. And that's how our subconscious talks to us a lot of times, you know. And we have these assumptions that we thought, I thought this was going to happen. And it didn't happen. And it's so human, guys. It, it is so human. I'm guilty of it. A lot of you that may be listening may be guilty of it, that we just knew based on some information, based on some type of facts that we had, and we could have misread the facts. That's another thing where we think we know some things. You know, you could be misreading some of the facts and some of the information that you've seen. You could be interpreting it a, a whole totally different way than the messages that are being presented to you. And so that's where we need to be cautious, not to the cautious that we're in total fear. And I can't remember if I did mention fear earlier. I think I did. But fear, being afraid can come from so many different places. You know, it's like you can be feeling lost, as I mentioned with the uh, scenario, classic scenario of male driving female and, and, and getting lost traveling. But you can feel lost inside a direction inside of you, career decisions or whatever it is that you want to do in your life, your sense of purpose. You can feel so lost, but you don't admit that. Now, you know, you're afraid on the inside, but you can't just go out here. Who really goes out here and just say, hey, you know, I'm scared. You can't just tell everybody, just run, you know, to the mountaintop and just broadcast that stuff. The average person don't do that. You know, um, if you find a person doing that, um, either they reached a place in their life that they're trying to show some type of you know, vulnerability and maybe show other people that it's okay to feel afraid in which it is okay to feel afraid um, when you don't know. And a lot of times that's what happened. You feel lost and you feel afraid and you just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know the outcome. It may be a surgery. You don't know. And you can pray all you want to. And that's another thing. I don't care how many people from the church, from your church, from your community pray for you, your pastor, your elder, whoever. You know, and every church is made up different. I'm just throwing those terms out there, though. But you can still feel afraid, man, because something possibly horrible may be happening to you. And so your flesh is going to kick back. You got to think about, you know, Christ before he went to the cross. You know, he felt some emotion. He felt some 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 in-depth emotion, man. But he had to quicken himself and go through that situation regardless of what he felt. Now, he knew what he was facing. He knew exactly what he had to go up against. But a lot of times, sometimes we know and sometimes we don't know. But the very presence of fear and that threat of harm coming at us is right there. Because why? It's a lot of uncertainty, man. 
You know, nothing's for certain in this life. We pray and we pray, but really sometimes our prayer is just a hope. It ain't really a strong knowing. There's a difference between hope and a knowing. Hope to me is almost like a wish, but a knowing is just without a shadow of a doubt, you know, and we've been taught about doubt, how to face doubt in our lives a lot of times, most of us, and how to counteract that with faith. But it takes practice. It takes a lot of practice because why you really just don't know. We guess a lot of times we really just don't know. And all this stuff comes with humility. It will humble you. If life do you right and do you justice, it will humble you. And humility is not a bad thing. It's, it's a great attribute to have. Because you're not rocking around and, and, and assuming stuff and um, going off half-cocked about a lot of different things and creating a lot of havoc everywhere you go. Hopefully, anyway, if you've been humbled. And a lot of times, that's, you know, en enough things in life happen to you, it will humble you. Unless you're just very stubborn and just very resistant and you're just calling everything the devil. You know, some people do that. Everything that bad happens to them, it's the devil. The devil did it. Oh, the devil made me do it. The blame game. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of people think that the devil is this mythical creature that's created to just keep man in check, in fear, and all this, and don't believe that it's really a realistic being that exists. And... I always see on my podcast certain things I don't want to get into because that's different people believe. So that's when not what this is all about right here. This is about I just don't know. And that's another thing. We just don't know about the devil. Let me stop saying that word, the devil, on my podcast. We're we not going to talk about the devil. We're going to talk about some good stuff right here. But this is about I just don't know. And I don't know. I don't know everything I hear. You can plant a garden and you plant that seed in that ground. And the only thing you know, you water it. You may even add some nutrients in there. But how everything takes place and how the seed communicates with the garden, what's taking place down in there in that ground or in that dirt, once we plant that, you don't know. There may be some sign facts behind things that you've studied and understand and even maybe observed, you know, on a microscope um, in some type of ways uh, in a lab that you can see certain things that do take place with organisms. But to be able to explain all that stuff, you know, um, really, basically, we really don't know how to give an explanation to a lot of different things. COVID-19. Man, that was something very new to us. We don't know. We didn't know where it came from. We had ideas. The media told us certain things. Then it started to spread like wildfire. While we was trying to figure out how to deal with it. We didn't know. But that's one of the aspects of life where we as human beings, we can come together. We call our scientists. We call our faith leaders. We call all our medical um, practitioners and we get down to the nitty gritty and we start studying and, and, and researching and figuring out how 
to to fight this virus. And that's what happened. A lot of people didn't believe it. And they had that we go back to again. It's not real assumptions. And some people died from it. A lot of people died from it. And regardless of how many people died from it, people still don't believe. Now, you think they know? They think they know. And one of the worst things is to think you know, but you really don't know. But you really don't know that you really don't know. You know? Did you hear what I said? You don't know that you just don't know. And so now you're really in a pickle. You're really in a situation because nobody can tell you anything. Because in your mind, you know. And somewhere along the line, we have to develop trust. Not necessarily trust and the confidence in ourselves and not even talking about necessarily a, a trust in the government or, you know, our parents or our children or our friends. But that some type of way. Things will work out the way they're supposed to work out and we're going to suffer a lot of loss out here. We're going to suffer a lot of pain. We're going to endure some setbacks. That's the reality. But we're also going to have some victories. We're going to be some, it's going to be some champions out here. It's going to be some great things. The sun is still going to shine. The sun will come out tomorrow. I bet you bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. It's over now. The rain is over now. I'm hearing melodies from heaven. In the sunshine. All those great songs that we've heard throughout the years gave us some hope, some inspiration. So even though you don't know, you may feel afraid. You don't know what's happening around you. There's some hope over the horizon. There's some inspiration. And it's been inspired. It's been breathed into you. You got to activate it. So it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to admit it. I don't know. Man, I just don't know. Like I said before, I don't know why I'm doing this podcast. I haven't had the slightest idea which direction I was going to go as I began to speak to you. But as I began to speak, some things worked out. Do I stumble over words? Oh, yeah. Do my all the thoughts I want come to me? No. But it's okay. Even though I don't know, man, I am trusting the process. And that's what you have to do. Trust the process in spite of what's happening around your life. And have the courage, have the goal to actually say, I don't know. And watch freedom come to you. But remember, freedom comes with a price. And that price just may be letting go of the cover up. Because when it's all said and done, a lot of times, that is why people cannot admit, I don't know. Because it is a cover up of their deficiency. And when you have a deficiency, 
You cannot admit and you will not admit inside yourself, let alone to anybody else that you just don't know. So if you want freedom, let go of the cover up. There's a lot of people in life that have covered up so much thing, so much stuff, so many things in their lives. And it has worsened. It has never gotten better. You think about our forefathers of the human being population, Adam and Eve. They tried to cover their sins, the cover up, but they were found out. Cain and Abel, his pride kicked in, tried to cover up with sarcasm. Am I my brother's keeper? And I'm not saying that you're responsible for everyone or even the next person, but be responsible for yourself and admit to yourself and free your soul and let go of the cover-up. Because if you understand the consequences behind that, there is a cost to it, even though you may not really see it verbatim on the physical plane right away. So, let go of the cover-up. And contact me at Nabru Radio. And I am your host, Absalom Williams. Radio at gmail.com. Ask me anything. And I'm probably going to enter a um, part of this episode, not on this one, but another one. It may be called Ask Ab or Ask Nabru. So I can generate some questions to you guys, which was suggested from a friend of mine. And I like that suggestion. It may be called Ask Ab or Ask Nabru. Because you are Nabru and I am your host. Peace and blessings, folks.